It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's Your Life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the J.C. Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and it's Monday. Monday is always the transition day from the weekend. And you know what? Depending on what type of weekend that we might have had, uh, but it, it, it could only be perfect this past weekend because it was Easter Sunday. That was part of that. But, you know, we transitioning into a new week, Monday. And I believe that everything after the Passover, after uh, Easter Sunday, everything had to be focused. Our focus had to be perfect. Our focus had to be that we have to do everything that we have made plans for all our life. And by saying that, we have children. <laughs> we have wives. We have husbands. We have, you know, some great women, some great guys, great families. Uh, but we've been having some challenges over the last 14 months with this pandemic. And one of the main challenges that we all have had, if you are related in any way, what I just said, is making sure that we are able to take care of our, our kids, our grandkids, our great grandkids. And that, what I mean by that is child care. Child care. Child care is not just someone watching and babysitting your kids or you watching babysitting your kids. I'm talking about everything that goes with that. I'm talking about the emotions, the intellect, the will, the physical, uh, all of those types of things. And, you know, it's been a challenge over the last 14 months. But I believe that the light is shining and we are on our way back to some type of normalization. And tonight's show is about child care how it impacted us all and how it continued to impact us. Uh, the economy, because it's expensive, but we still have families. Uh, we, we got a lot of other things that we have to take care of. But most importantly, how do we get our communities back on board? How do we get everybody back on board? How do we make sure that we are able to continue to provide the necessary means mentally, physically, emotionally to our kids, to our families, to ourselves, to our communities. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I got two fantastic young ladies that's here tonight uh, that's going to help navigate us through this extremely important topic. So I just set it up. But first of all, now I'm going to back away for a little bit because I had to introduce my team. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, it's, it's like I said, it's Monday and I got my co-host here, Michelle Cooler. How are you doing today? I'm good. It's a Monday. It was a beautiful weekend. And we're just really excited to be here with everybody. And we're looking forward to the discussion today. And I got my great show contributor, Chuck. Trenonia, how are you doing, my friend? Chuck. Okay, we can't hear Chuck right now. Uh, should be able to. <laughs> uh, Chuck's line is up. Chuck, are you away from the phone? What's going on? Yeah, we can't, we can't hear Chuck right now. But uh, that, that's okay. But we, we got these two wonderful young ladies uh, that uh, uh, is going to help navigate. Now, I just want you guys to meet them real quickly. Uh, we got Donna. How you doing, Donna. I can't hear Donna either. <laughs> I mean, I don't think her. I'm, 
I still can't hear. Uh, and uh, JC, so let me try and call everybody back. Okay, and okay, let's let's do that. But anyway, uh, like I was saying, that uh, this great uh, topic that uh, we're going to talk about, uh, we 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 got two professionals that's been doing this for over thirty years. Uh, they really understand uh, this topic, and they will be able to. Uh, answer any questions that you all might have. And if you want to be part of the conversation, please call in at one 888 344 Again, that's one 888 And, you know, Michelle, uh, this has been uh, a, a topic that uh, that's been a problem uh, for quite some time. Yes, it has. You know, we got to, you know, give kudos and a, and a shout out to all the the mothers, fathers who are handling um, providing child care for their um, for their children and also for the the agencies and organizations and uh, nonprofits or profit organizations are also assisting in the help with the child care services and you know, we're going to um, talk on one side of that aspect, and then the other side is going to be uh, the more personal touch of the child care providing. Yeah, I think I think we got got our guests back on here. So, uh, Donna, how you doing today? How you doing? I'm doing good. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I can hear you now. <laughs> yeah, so, technology, uh, you gotta love it. <laughs> you, you gotta love technology, and we have to have technology in order to explain to. Uh, our audience uh, are, are all the things that entail this great topic, you know. So, looking forward to chatting with you in a few minutes. And and, and, and Tanya, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. I'm excited. <laughs> you know, I'm excited as well. Hey, Chuck, you, you know how important this topic is. Uh, we we talk about this all the time. Yes, it's very important. I I was listening to your words earlier. You're right on. I think. We're right. This is something that we've been talking about throughout this pandemic. And, uh, you know, as a grandparent with uh, with grandchildren, I and helping the parents out. I know how important it is. You know, I, I tell you, uh, we all have had to uh, add things to our job description over the last year. <laughs> so, I mean, we had to add teacher, doctor, nurse, uh counselor we had to be able to do all of those things but guess what we did it so i i tell you i i can't wait to get into this topic chuck can you tell our listening audience what the purpose of the show is today yes i will the purpose of tonight's show is understanding the importance of child care services and the significant responsibility of the child care provider hearing from two professional women with time-honored, outstanding child care leadership careers and their dedicated public service within the state of California, and the role of child care for parents, employers, and society before, during, and when COVID ends. You know, so I tell you, uh, Michelle, can you uh, please introduce our, our, our first guest? Yes, well, I would love to. Donna Sneeringer. Donna Sneeringa is Chief Strategy Officer for the Child Care Resource Center, CCRC, a position she has held since 2013. She leads CCRC's efforts on advocacy, public policy, and strategic partnership development. In addition, she provides government relations support to the Child Care Alliance of Los Angeles and is regularly called upon to provide technical assistance and support to decision makers on a variety of early childhood policy issues at the local, state, and federal level. Ms. Sneeringer began her career at CCRC in 1992. Through her initial seven-year tenure, she developed her knowledge of subsidized child care programs, child care resource, and referral and quality early childhood program and workforce development. Between 1999 and 2011, Ms. Schneerwinger worked in Sacramento as a, at Child Action, Inc., first as their child care resource and referral manager focused on program development, personnel management, and community relations, and then as public affairs manager 
focusing on local, state, and federal public policy issues, contract management, fund development, agency communications, and media relations. Ms. Neeringer holds a master's degree in public administration and graduate certificate in political management from the University of Southern California and a bachelor's degree in child development from California State University, Northridge. Ms. Sneeringer was appointed by Assembly Speaker Anthony Rendon to serve on the California Early Childhood Policy Council and currently serves as commissioner on the first five Sacramento Commission. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Donna Sneeringer. Welcome to the show, Donna. How you doing? How you doing? Dang, I sent you the long bio, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It's, it's okay, but uh, we're going to take a break, but we're going to come back and we're going to delve all off into this. And we are really going to get a chance to know Donna. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I'll tell you, um, we're just starting this. And let's get educated. Let's get educated on child care. Uh, Michelle, uh, you was talking to Donna, and I'm going to bring her on. What does CCRC stand for again? CCRC. It stands for Child Care Child Care Resource Center. Child I had to catch myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With that being said, Donna, I just had to remind our, our audience what that stands for. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? where you grew up, and about the Child Care Resource Center. Sure. Um, So I have worked in the uh, child care industry my whole adult life. Um, You heard my my education story um, in my bio, but I started off um, working in uh, child care centers and taking care of kids. I worked in after-school programs. I worked in a hospital child care setting. And little by little got more and more involved in the nonprofit side and the infrastructure and support of the child care system. And that's what I largely still do today, although much of it at the state policy level and then getting to work with amazing allies like my colleague Tanya, who I am so proud to be here with today. Um, she is truly a star in the child care world. Um, and uh, we, um, I grew up in Los Angeles. Um, and I currently live in Sacramento, and I've had the opportunity to work all throughout the state of California on these issues and the different issues that come up throughout the state. Um, and I'm a mom. Um, I have a I have a freshman in high school, um, so I've been living the school from home, <laughs> raising a major <laughs> life this year, just like everyone else. 
Um, and I, I'm very proud of the work that the Child Care Resource Center does. We're a nonprofit organization, and it really is our mission to cultivate child family, and community well-being. And we do that through providing a variety of different services to help families find child care, help families who are lower income pay for child care services. We work with child care providers to help them get in business, stay in business, improve their practice. And then we also offer uh, an array of other uh, family support systems like home visiting programs, um, training, libraries, resources, anything we can do to really help lift uh, families and kids and support them in what we know is an amazing journey, being a parent. Wow, that's that's a lot. So what uh, does your role as chief strategist officer entails? <laughs> it sounds fancy, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> um, what I get to do is um, be on the bow of the ship looking out at the water ahead. Um, and I spend a lot of time looking at what is needed in the system, where there are gaps in the system, where there are inequities in the system, and try to look for ways to make them better. And uh, I do that by working in partnership with child care providers, with other organizations around the state, and with decision makers, elected officials, and their staff. I, I like how you put that because uh, 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 I was in the Navy, and so I know about the bow. I mean, looking out, <laughs> looking and see, you know, so uh, that's great. You know what? I think we got a caller on the phone already. Hey, hey Noah, do we have a caller on the phone? Yeah, B-Man has called up again with a question. Okay, let's, let's, let's put him through. How, how you doing, B-Man? I'm, you know, I'm doing good. How are you guys? Hey, man, doing just fine. How you been, my friend? I'm, I'm doing well, doing well, my friend. Just watching a little basketball tournament here and enjoying the game and listening to your show. And I did have one question for Donna. So do you make the decisions on what needs to be done or you collaborate with others and and come up with a decision, a solution? Well, for the most part, the decisions are made by um, elected officials. Um, we do our best to educate them about what the needs are of families and child care providers. And uh, we work as closely with them as we can to make sure that the programs and systems are as supported as possible. All so right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have another question, D-Man? No, no, no. That's, uh, that's all I have. Hey man, I really appreciate you calling in, man. This, uh, you know, I this is great because this is a very, very important topic. And Donna, when were you appointed by Assembly Speaker Anthony Rendon to serve on the California Early Childhood Policy Council? And can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, and Tanya actually is a is also on the council. She serves with me, and I believe I was appointed the end of twenty nineteen. Um, it, it, or right around the beginning of 2020. And the Early Childhood Policy Council is uh, a body of um, stakeholders in the early childhood field in California who are working to advise the governor and the legislature on different issues. I will say this year we've spent a good deal of time talking about COVID-19, um, the impact it's having on the child care system, the impact it's having on child care providers, and uh, we also have done a lot of work looking at a master plan for early learning and care, which was released this year as well. Okay. So as a current commissioner on the first five Sacramento Commission, what are your responsibilities? So first five is, um, is a, there are local commissions in every county in California. Um, and each of those commissions has different uh, appointees, and I'm appointed by the Board of Supervisors in Sacramento. And my job is to really advise on early childhood education and learning issues, and I'm a voting member of that commission. Uh, we have resources that are funded through Proposition 10 dollars that we allocate to communities uh, for a variety of different services to help families with children birth through five. That's good. Donna, how was CCNRC's vision and mission determined? And maybe you can just repeat it again for everybody. 
first. So our, our vision is that healthy and strong kids and families are living in thriving communities. And that has been an evolving mission that we have had since we were founded in 1976. Uh, we really started as a child care focused agency, but have grown and have a broader vision that there are a lot of things kids and families need to do well. So we really are trying through our, our, our vision and mission statement to bring different resources in to support kids and families and our child care providers um, so that we can really help achieve that vision. Okay, thanks. Well, what training and workshops, even during COVID time, are you providing to prospective child care providers? So we provide a wide array of trainings, and uh, we actually have learned how to do a lot online this year. Uh, I think prior to COVID, most of our training was done in person, in workshops, uh, but now we do all of our training online. And it's everything from how do you open a business, how do you set up contracts for families, CPR and first aid, basic health and safety, and one of the trainings we've really been working on that's going to be very relevant uh, as we all try to find our way to this new normal is our trauma-informed care training to really help child care providers learn how children deal with trauma. Children express trauma through behavior. Um, they can't tell you what's wrong, but they act out what's wrong. And so the training is really to help them. And as we're all coming out of this global traumatic event, uh, the pandemic, um, we're all going to be needing skills to be able to deal with that, particularly with our very young kids. You, you know, uh, we, we know that COVID-19 uh, kind of set us back on a lot of things. Um, what type, uh, I, I would say, impacts uh, that you guys had to go through due to quarantine, uh, due to uh, uh, unusual situation in order to continue to provide the uh, proper care to our, our children. So it's it's been an interesting year for child care because for many of our family child care providers uh, like Tanya, uh, they have stayed open during the pandemic because essential workers, folks that were working in the medical field, first responders, um, working at the grocery store and distribution centers, they were also going to work. So many of our providers stayed open, uh, but with that, we also had a lot closed. And it really depended on the communities they were serving and their capacity to manage the new health and safety requirements. Uh, we went through a, a wave, wave after wave of new rules and requirements uh, to try to keep kids safe, to try to keep providers safe, smaller group sizes, dividers, masks, um, having enough personal protective equipment. And our child care providers have been heroes. The ones that have stayed open and weathered this, they're operating at limited capacity, so they're not breaking even financially, but they've really provided a tremendous service to the state. Wow. Donna, tell us about funded child care and development options. So there are a variety of different funds that come from the federal and state government to help families um, pay for child care services. Child care is a, a big expense in a household budget. And for low-income families, it often is their largest bill. Uh, so there are different uh, programs that are funded by federal and state dollars that are then administered at the local level by organizations like mine, where families apply for services and they're enrolled based on income eligibility and need. So they have to be working, going to school, um, doing other things, doing any of those eligible things and then they're enrolled in a subsidized child care program, and then we pay the providers directly. Um, there are other programs that actually fund center-based programs that are run also through the state of California, and then you have Head Start, which is a, a direct federal to local program. So there are, there are a myriad of options for families, and one of the things we do as a resource and referral program is help families understand what their options are, 
and get them connected to those resources. You mentioned uh, Head Start. Um, real quickly, before we take the break, can you tell us uh, about 30 seconds, a little bit about your Head Start program? <laughs> sure. In 30 seconds, Head Start is, uh, is a comprehensive early childhood development program. It provides not just a preschool classroom experience, but also health, mental health, uh, support for parents, and a variety of services to get kids ready for school. You know, I tell you, we're going to take a station break, but I want to come back and hear a little bit more about your Head Start program, and then we're going to bring Tanya on the show. It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And uh, Donna, I, I guess that wasn't fair how we ended the conversation, but uh, let me tell you. If you want to get in on the on the conversation, one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. What I mean by it wasn't uh, uh, fair was because Head Start, I believe, you know, coming out of kindergarten, is the most important time of a child's life, <laughs> and and I, I wanted to hear. I was excited about hearing it, so. I did not give Donna a chance to really break it down. Break, can, you, can you go back and, 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 and talk about the Head Start program a little bit more, please? Sure. And I, I actually will add Head Start and Early Head Start because what we know is the first five years of life are the most important for brain development. And the most rapid period of brain development that a human being experiences is actually from birth to three and then by the time they get to kindergarten, they actually start to prune their brain. And so we really have to get in there early and start with those connections and attachment. Kids learn through communication. They learn through talking and hugging and feeling confident. So what Head Start does is gives them a classroom-type experience or a home-visiting experience, depending what works for the family, to provide that enriching opportunity to learn how to interact with others, how to share, to have music, to have language, to have rich environments with a lot of different experiences to help the child really maximize that early brain development. And along with that comes health screening and mental health screening and vision screening so that as early as possible we can catch any issues because the quicker you catch any kind of developmental issue, the better off the child will be. So Head Start is a wonderful program. It's a federal program. It came out of the war on poverty at the end of the 1960s, and it really is a benchmark that we all look to for what we want to do for our children. Wow, that is so Thank you for clarifying that. Uh, you know what? i tell you what we're going to do. We're going to. Michelle, can you introduce our next guest? Yes, I would love to. Tanya McMillian. Tanya McMillian has been a licensed early care and education provider for over 28 years. She primarily serves low-income children and their working families. 
She has helped educate and raise up hundreds of children ages six weeks through 13 years old, ensuring that every child has a fair shot at achieving the California dream. She's a proud member of the California Assembly Blue Ribbon Commission and in 2019 was appointed by Governor Gavin Newsom to the California Early Child Workforce Policy Advisory Subcommittee. She was later appointed the chair of the subcommittee, and most recently, she was voted to the Governor's Full Early Childhood Policy Council. She serves as the elected National Secretary to the SEIU National African American Caucus and a dues-paying member of Child Care Providers United. She's a staunch advocate promoting equity and fighting biases within the early child care education field. Since 2009, she's worked tirelessly for family child care professionals, mostly women of color, to win the right to collective bargaining. She, along with thousands of family child providers, was honored to celebrate her unwavering dedication to the child care campaign on September 30, 2019, when California Governor Newsom signed AB 378, granting these workers the right to negotiate with the state. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Tanya McMillian. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the show, Tanya. How you doing? How you doing? Hi, James. I'm pumped up. I am pumped up. Well, you yeah, know, Donna, we, we're, we're pumped up. It has me excited you... now. See? <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about where you grew up and a, a, a little bit more about you? <laughs> so we're getting a double whammy. So I, um, I am originally from Louisiana. I am a military brat, so I have uh, traveled to different countries, different states, and the last state before I came to California was Kentucky, and so um, came here in 1977, got acclimated to the big city. Um, I worked in the corporate world for many, many years, the company that I worked for downsized, and I found myself having to make a decision. Either I follow this this thing that was inside me um, to work with children, or I accept one of the other job offers that were being offered to me at the healthcare um, organization that I worked for. I chose to enroll in child development courses at Long Beach City College, and I followed my passion. And that's how I ended up in in family child care. You mentioned oh. following. You also mentioned uh, 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 acclimating in it from the southern uh, south or whatever that is, uh, <laughs> and 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 to uh, this big state and this big city of California, we all had to do that. And that's uh, that's a challenge sometimes, especially uh, coming from a, a small city like myself uh, and just being thrown out there in the world. And you, and you have to swim or, or, or drown. And uh, being able to pick your passion, like you just said, that is so important. And I believe that you chose the right passion because I can just see it in your smile <laughs> that you love what you're doing. But, you know, James, being, a, a, like I said, a military brat and having to move every two years growing up and having to adjust over and over and over again, coming here and acclimating to California, it really wasn't that difficult. And then I, um, I call myself a lady gladiator. And <laughs> women like Donna and there are so many other women who are fearless and ready to step out there. Uh, I was meant to be here. <laughs> I was meant to be here. So here I am. <laughs> and I own it. Oh, love it. Love it. Well, that's great. And Tanya, it's so great to hear that you and James have a military background. You guys got something to talk with after the show. I have one for you. As a child care professional, as a professional child care provider, what does quality child care consist of? So, you know what, you said something that really uh, made my heart jump. You said professional family child care provider. People like to leave the professional out of the title. And so I appreciate you for recognizing, recognizing what is, in, in, what is uh, embodied in that title. And so 
in order to um, have a quality child care program, we have to establish three different types of relationships right off the bat, right, right from the beginning. We have to connect with the children and make sure that they are in a thriving learning environment. We have to have a partnership with their parents because we're both invested in these children's lives, and we have to create a working relationship with the organizations and the agencies that these parents are coming through in order for us to contract with them and do the service and offer the services that we provide. So right off the bat, if we can get those three relationships together, then we can get into the business of family child care. We can get into um, creating a curriculum that um, will make sure that these children learn exactly what they need to know in order to get to thrive in the K through 12 system. Um, there's so many pieces, and that's why people have a very difficult time uh, having a, given a definition of quality. So, for me, that's. That's just the beginning. Tanya, what are what are the challenges of being a professional child care provider? Um, thank you. Thank you so much, Michelle, for asking me that. Right off the bat, fighting the stereotype. So many people believe that because you work out of your home, it is a home-based business, all of a sudden it loses some of its appeal. It loses some of the professionalism that comes with this work. Um, I have worked for years, and I really do appreciate SAIU for, for allowing me, giving me the opportunity to travel back and forth. That's how I met Donna uh, to Sacramento. Getting rid of that stereotype that we're not babysitters. We are professionals. So that is one of the challenges. Also, um, there's a balancing act because not only are you balancing your work as a family child care provider, but you're also balancing raising your own family, your, your own, your own um, God, responsibility with your own children. Um, when I started doing family child care, I just had my second son. He was literally, he was literally two months old. And so I'm raising my own baby and I'm starting a new business at the same time. So that balancing act. And there's another one. And I think uh, James and Michelle might, will, might agree with me on this one because the pandemic really made, exposed this. Keeping up with some of the requirements for the K through 12 um, children. There's STEM, there's STEAM, there's core curriculum. Like, there's so many things that you have to keep up with, especially if you are offering your services to school-age children because what they have to do is forever changing. And I found out very, very early, Michelle, sometimes I'm not smarter than a fifth grader. <laughs> that's that, that's that's great. Uh, one question that I have is, what is uh, subsidized child care, and how does it work? Um, so that is what Donna does at CCRC. Um, so what the subsidy program does is it helps parents who are coming through the welfare system, low income parents. And it basically basically connects those parents with providers like myself who accept those subsidies so that their children can um, have an opportunity to have a great learning experience and so that those children are in a safe environment every day. You know what? Uh, what we're going to do, we're going to hold that question for Donna when we bring her back and let her explain that a little bit more. But, you know, this is so informative and so uh important but we're gonna take a station break but we're gonna come back we're gonna continue to talk to tanya and then we're gonna bring donna back on this show life from james cooley there's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on it's your life with james cooley 
The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego. Streaming now on smart speakers and radio.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Here's your host, James Cooley. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And wow, I'm having fun. And I know our listening audience is having fun too because this is such an important topic that we're talking about and it affects all of us. And uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, that's one 888 That's 1-888-344-1170. My great producer, no, I, I know you've been clocking in. I know you're listening. I, I, come on now, no. Anything that has to do with kids, you know, JC, that's where my heart lies. So, yeah, definitely give it a quick listen. Uh, more than a quick listen, I'm paying attention very intently. So my question for Tanya is, because I know there's a lot of child care out there. And as a, I mean, my kids are 23 now. They don't need child care, but they did. <laughs> and But you really have to do uh, a process to find quality child care. So what advice would you give to our listening audience about how to do that? So there are so many options uh, for child care. You can have... Uh, you can go to a center. There are the Head Start um, programs. There are networks. There's family child care, home-based child care, like what I've done for the last 28 years, um, even family, friend, and neighbor. I would say really look into and contact um, a, a research center like where Donna is, um, CCRC, and find out as much information as you can about what options are available to parents. And I also say if you work with folks and they are very happy with their child care, talk, talk to them. Talk to fellow parents. Um, one thing I can say, I have never, and I say this all the time, I've never met a new parent who is going to, uh, who's looking for the cheapest child care that they can find. Every parent wants the best. For their child, and we all know that childcare is expensive because lives are being shaped here. Lives are being shaped here. Brains are being affected here. So, really do your homework. Ask around. These are your children. You want to make sure that whoever you partner up with. Uh, is invested in your child's life as much as, as you are. I like that you just said that. It really is a partnership because you want, obviously, the best for your kids, and you want somebody else that wants that exact same thing. Exactly. And, Tanya, I'm curious. Uh, I'm sure, how are you helping parents right now through COVID-19, and what is your advice to them as we get closer to maybe a new normal so it's interesting because not only am I doing my best to educate folks about COVID, um, not just my parents, but I had COVID. And so for 30 days, I was fighting for my life. I have designated myself to be a public service announcer. 
about COVID. I am very unapologetic about how it affects you, how it affects your life, how it affects everybody around you uh, uh, and people who you love. And so it's not just the parents. I think COVID needs to be a discussion that is for everyone. And if you know someone who's had it, like myself, who will gladly tell you about it and tell you how it is not a respecter of the living, then do that. Because the more people who know, they can't say they don't know. Tanya, can you summarize what Assembly Bill 378, the Building a Better Early Care and Education System Act, is all about? I sure can, because, man, I tracked back and forth to Sacramento year after year after year (laughs) with built numbers and different authors. And, uh, yes, I surely will. I am so grateful to uh, Assemblymember Limon, who was the author of that bill. I'm so grateful to Governor Gavin Newsom, who finally signed that bill. Um, It gives family child care providers the right to sit down at the table and let's talk about, let's talk about this work that is majority women, majority women of color doing this. We contribute to the economy. We um, ensure that the next generations that we're helping raise up will be productive citizens. So we need to have a voice when it comes to this work. And there are so many areas in this work that need attention. And unfortunately, historically, providers haven't been the ones having the discussions or making the the rules or having a voice in the policies that we must follow in order to do this work and to do it effectively. And so what AB 378 did was it removed some of those challenges, and we now have a voice in the process of family child care. Wow, that that is so important, you know. So I, I want to get back to a question that uh, I hear back for Donna. Uh, we were talking about the child subsidized. And uh, Donna, can can you explain that a little bit to parents that might be listening real hard to try to get information on that? She thought she was off the gang. Talk about this um, because I I know a lot of families struggle and are trying to do best for their kids and are looking for different opportunities for assistance. So organizations like mine all over the state of California. Um, administer these programs where families can sign up on an eligibility list and um, we have to enroll lowest income first and there are limited dollars to go around but there are there are thousands of kids in California who do receive a child care subsidy and the parent is unable to pick the care that best suits the needs of their their own children and their own lives I think, you know, Tanya talked about the partnership you need to have with a provider, and we think it's really important that parents have the opportunity to choose what's best for their kids, and then once they make that choice, we handle the financial side of of that program, and we, we contract with and pay the provider directly, and that way the parent can go to work, go to school, get get their lives together and in order while their children are growing and developing and um, in a safe place so that they can focus and can be moving their whole family's economics forward. Both of you all are doing such great things. Uh, How can our listening audience get in touch with you guys if they want to find out a little bit more about uh, a lot of things that you're doing, Donna, and a lot of things that you're doing, Tanya? Uh, Let's start with you first, Tanya. How can they get in touch Uh with you? I can be found on Facebook, <laughs> um, or you can email me. I have my, I have such an open book and an open life, so um, I'm on all of the social media um, uh, sites. So there, but you can also email me at Tanya M three forty at gmail dot com. And I welcome phone calls, and I don't know, should I give out my phone number? I really don't mind. Uh, 
832-7900. I love to talk about child care. Oops. I love to um, meet folks and hear what folks have to say. I'm a great listener, but I'm also a great educator, and not just to children, to um, adults, to new parents, especially new mothers and new fathers. And as now more dads are single dads are raising, helping raise their children, like my youngest son who's co-parenting, I'm helping, too, at the same time. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I, I love paying it forward. And you, Donna? Well, probably the easiest way to find me is through our organization's website, which is www.ccrcca.org. Um, you can also email me at, oh, my last name, D-S-N-E-E-R-I-N-G-E-R at ccrcca.org. And um, as I said, we have such a wide array of expertise. If I can't answer your question, someone I work with probably can, and we're happy to be a resource to everyone in the community. Okay, so uh, we're coming down to the last couple of minutes, but I'm going to ask both of you guys uh uh, it quickly, in like 20 seconds apiece, what is the most important takeaway you want our listening audience to take from uh, your message today? Uh, let's start with you, Tom. Tom. Um, I would like for folks to really understand that the folks that they are trusting, those child care providers, those child care workers that they are trusting their children with every day, um, are professionals and they deserve, we deserve respect and dignity for the important critical work that we are doing. That we, is we fantastic. That's fantastic. And you, Donna? Well, that's hard to follow. Um, <laughs> I would like everyone to understand that child care is part of our economy. Um, I think that child care gets hidden. Um, it's something that folks don't want to talk to their employers about. But if there's one thing that this pandemic has shown us is without child care, you can't go to work. And we've seen that with a large number of women who have left the workforce. And as we try to bring people back into whatever this new normal will be, child care is a critical part of that infrastructure and needs the attention and respect it deserves. I'd like to thank both of you guys for taking time to come on the show. This was so informative. Thank you so much. I'd like to thank Michelle, uh, my co-host. I'd like to thank uh, Chuck, uh, uh, Chuck Contributor. I'd like to thank my listening audience. Most importantly, tune in tomorrow because we got another fantastic show. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We'll see you same time. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.